Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Be careful what kind of anniversary gifts you give. I'm Justin, the online pastor here at Mariner's Church, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast. So I told this story at one of our Irvine meetings. Every Monday, all the pastors um, from Irvine get together, and they, they, they do this for all the other congregations too. Um, and I get to sit in on the Irvine one. And they get together and they kind of debrief and talk about how the weekend went. Well, every meeting, they start off with a, just a little question to kind of, you know, get things, you know, going. And the question this particular week was, what was one of the most memorable dates you went on, good or bad? And I, I shared this story. When I was 20 years old, I was dating a girl and I, I was nuts about her. I thought she was great. And I thought, and we were coming up our one year anniversary and I, it dawned on me that, and I had Christian friends, like guys, like in my college group who were all kind of dummies, if I'm being honest. And they were like, you know what you should get her? You should get her a promise ring. I'm like, oh yeah, a promise ring. This is a good, like, this is a great idea. Why didn't I think of this? And so we went out to dinner. I had gotten the promise ring and I had this genius idea. This is 20 year old Justin, this is genius idea. I'm going to give the ring to kind of like the maitre d'. I'm going to tell him, hey, can you bring this over at dessert? Like she's going to love this ring. This is going to be so great. And so boom, dessert is is happening. We went to this this restaurant where it kind of spins around. You get a 360 view of like the the, the scenery and you know, it was it was pretty pretty wonderful place. And he brings over this plate and it's covered and he pulls it up and they're sitting around the plate, oh, box opened, is the ring. And I'm thinking, man, she's going to love this. And she looks at me without skipping a beat and says, yes, yes, I'll marry you. To which I had to say, no, 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 this, that actually isn't an engagement ring. It's a promise ring. It's a promise that I will eventually give you a ring. And her expression dropped. And all the people who were sitting around thinking they were about to see an engagement take place, like quickly kind of looked back at their meal and kind of started fumbling with their napkin. And about three weeks later, we had broken up. The, the promise uh, was not kept. You know, when it comes to making promises, you better be sure you're able to keep the promises that you make. And I think we'd all agree we probably made some dumb promises during our years as we've grown up. But here's the thing I know for sure. When God makes promises, he is faithful to keep those promises. You know, I look at today's devotional. If you're reading along, we're in July 10th now. This is just so unbelievable. When you look at the promise that God made to Abraham, that in his late age, he was going to have a child, like that is a mind-blowing promise. Now, I want to just stop for a second and, and address what I consider to be an elephant in the room with conversations like this. Because the promises that God makes, the, the, the proclamation promises he makes are different than the individual promises we hope that he makes. Now, he does not make individual promises that we impose upon him. God, my mom is sick. Now, and this is a real one for me. My mom is sick. Promise me that you will heal her. And then, oh, she doesn't get healed. Oh, God doesn't keep his promises. Well, hold on. That wasn't a promise that God put on uh, on us that he gave to us that's a promise that we imposed on him now does he promise that he's going to listen when i pray yes he does does he promise that my mom who is a believer who put her faith in jesus is going to be welcomed into heaven when if she passes when she passes 
Yes, that is a promise that he makes. Does he promise that it, she will die painlessly when she does die? He does not promise that. Does he promise um, that that uh, that there will be an eternity of painlessness, worshiping him, being in the throne room of the Father? Yeah, he promises that. So there's a difference between the promises that we hope that he makes and the promises that he actually makes. When it comes to the promises that he actually makes, he is faithful to fulfill those promises. That if we are opening up the Bible, and I'm going to throw out a couple verses to you, and I challenge you to go read these. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. James 1, 5. 1 Peter 3, 12. 1 John 1, 9. These are great verses. Go read some of these. Hit rewind. Actually, don't hit rewind. I'm going to read them again. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. James 1, 5. 1 Peter 3, 12. 1 John 1, 9. Go read some of these verses. And there's many other verses out there. I just picked four where God makes promises and we can count on him to fulfill his promises. You know, I, I always get nailed by this with my kids. That I'll mention something in passing that to a six-year-old, and I, and I love my six-year-old, he, he's just like me. If my mom was still alive, she would be laughing in my face. If she's up in heaven. I know this. I know that she kind of has a, a sense of what's going on here on earth. Scripture tells us that, that the things that are happening on this world are not hidden from you know what's happening in heaven, that in heaven they're able to look down and kind of get a sense of, of and see what's happening. They can't interact with us. Uh, only the Holy Spirit interacts. But he, they, there's a sense of what is happening here on earth. And my mom, who is a single mom, raised me uh, alone. And by the way, I was a handful when I was a kid. I was a total handful. And my mom raised me and she would always say, I hope you have a kid like you when you have children. To which I said, so do I. I hope I have a kid like me. I'm awesome. Man, oh man, did, am I eating those words. My kid is just like me. He, I used to think I was one of one. I'm definitely one of two. And whenever I mention something in passing, like like maybe he'll say something in the morning, like, hey, can we play spike ball later? I'm like, yeah, yeah, spike ball. Like, I love the idea of playing spike ball later. Oh, can we go to the pool later and hit the water slide? I love water slides. I love pools. Like you're mentioning some of my favorite things. Um, you know, Let's talk about it later. The confusion is when I say let's talk about it later or maybe that sounds great, that is taken by him as a definite yes. That is taken by him as a, you promised, you said we would. If if we don't now, it means you're a liar and you break promises. So what do you think about that, dad? And, and my wife overhears this and she's the best. And she's like, you know, babe, you, you, you can't, you know, he, he doesn't, when you say maybe, he takes it as a yes. He doesn't understand the way that, you know, that when you say maybe or possibly, or we'll see if we have time, he's taking that as dad's going to figure it out, that he can count on this happening. It's just a matter of when it's happening. And she's right about that. The truth is that sometimes we look at God as the, we're the six-year-olds. That we say, well, you know, God, you, you, didn't you say you were going to take care of all these things? Like we, we misunderstand 
the promises he makes. God, didn't you say that you were going to make you know things good for your followers? That, isn't there a verse in the Bible somewhere that all things turn to good for those who love him? Like, you know, I need you to heal this person or this thing in my finances is kind of a mess. So I need you to re- to fix this. Or, you know, this this guy or this girl that I'm, I, I'm going after, like, I'm really trying to get them to like me back. Like, I thought you were going to handle this. Or, uh, you know, this job that I wanted, I thought that you were, I went for the interview, like I wore a suit, I even put a tie on. You know, the, I, I picked out new shoes for this, God. I thought you said that all things were going to turn to good for those who love him. I do love you. So why isn't this happening for me? And we misunderstand God's promises for personal promises that he makes us about the things that we impose upon him. God wants you to have a great job. He wants you to have someone who loves you. He wants you to go have great date nights. He wants you and your kids to have fun during the summer days when they're off school. He wants you to enjoy retirement. But he made actual promises, documented promises about specific things that we can read in scripture. When we impose the things we want him to promise, that he actually doesn't, but we we want him to promise these things, and then they don't happen, we tend to hold God accountable for something he never said. Now, here's the thing. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes being held accountable for the thing they never said. They want to be held accountable for the things they did say, the promises they did make. If you made a promise and you broke your word, you got to own up to it. But man, when we look at God and say, God, you said, didn't you? There's this verse in here that's kind of, you know, I know it's the message version, but I, you know, it kind of seems like you guaranteed that I was going to have long, beautiful hair. And that didn't happen, did it? No, it didn't happen. You don't have long, beautiful hair. You have no hair. I'm talking about myself. I'm bald. Here's the thing. We can count on God because he is faithful to deliver on the promises he made. Here's my question to you, first of all. Are you faithful in the promises you make? When you promise someone something, can they count on your word? This is just you as a, you and, and me. We're just, we're, it's just us. We're just talking. Can people count on what you say? When you say something, do people believe it? Or do they think, you know what, that for, you can't really count on what they say. You know, they'll say one thing. They'll say whatever they need to to make the sale or get out of the conversation or end the argument. But you know what? You can't really count on what they're saying. Or when you talk, do people say, you know what? You can count on what they're saying. When they speak, it's, it's like it's carved into wood. They deliver on what they say. Let's hope we are the latter. That we are the people that when we say something, when we make promises, we keep them. Because here's the thing. We follow a God that when we look at the promises he made, he delivers on them. He keeps them. Think about your week. Think about the promises you made. Think about the promises you might make today. Think about the words you say and the weight that it carries. I love that you're here. Let's keep having a great summer. This is July. Let's enjoy ourselves wherever you are, however you're listening. This is the Gospel Everyday Podcast. I'm Justin. I hope to see you tomorrow. Have a good one. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.